Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Roma as hell. This is Sunday, December the 11th, 2022, the third Sunday of Advent. This is also the children's Christmas pageant, the story of Jesus' birth. Thank you to the Craig Dirks family for sponsoring this week's broadcast. Thank you for joining us today. And we have a very, very special treat. We have a young man who has been learning a piece, and uh, I was asked, how many times did you practice? And I said it had to be at least 25 or 30. And uh, I understand it was much, much less than that, in which you can count on one hand. I turn it over to Connor Andreessen as we begin our worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. begin with our Advent dialogue. Lift up your heads and open your eyes. Who is coming? Blessings on him who comes as king. He came as a baby in a manger. He came to be our savior. With joy and gladness. He comes to us each day in the promise of his presence. Let us open our hearts to him. He will come again to take us to himself in heaven. Let us rise and sing, I want to walk as a children of the light, 815.
Praise to you, O God, who holds our joy and sorrow. You bring water to parched grounds and life out of death. Bless us as the light grows, and send sorrows and sighing to flee away. Give us strength and patience, trusting that you are true to your promise. Transform the lives of all who suffer with the wonders near at hand. Amen. Together the Kyrie is as printed in your bulletin and we'll sing it in the tune O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. join with me in the prayer of the day as is printed in your bulletin insert. Stir up the wills of all who look to you, Lord God, and strengthen our faith in your coming, that transformed by grace we may walk in your way. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. Let us receive God's holy word for God's holy people. A reading from Isaiah chapter 35 verses 1 through 10. The preface. The prophet describes their return from Babylonian captivity as a joyous procession to Zion. God's coming reign will bring a renewal of creation in which health and wholeness will be restored. There is no need for fear for God is coming to save. The reading. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the God, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are of a fearful heart, be strong, do not fear. Here's your God. He will come with vengeance, he, with a terrible recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall open, the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lamb shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the speech shall sing for joy. For water shall break from the forth in the wilderness, the streams in the desert. The burning sh sands shall become a pool and the thirsty ground springs of water. The haunt of jackals shall become a swamp, that grass shall become reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there, and it shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fools, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come upon it. They shall not be found there, but shall redeem but the redeemed shall walk there, and ransom of the Lord shall return, 
and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. The word of the Lord. Psalm 146, verses 5 through 10. I invite you to read responsibly the even verse. Happy are they who have the God of Jacob for their help, whose hope is in the Lord their God. Who gives justice to those who are oppressed and food to those who hunger. The Lord sets the captive free. The Lord cares for the stranger, the Lord sustain, sustains the orphan and widow, but frustrates the way of the wicked. Second reading is from James chapter 5, verses 7 through 10. Be patient, therefore, beloved, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious crop from the earth, being patient with it. it being patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. Beloved, do not grumble against one another, so that you may not be judged. See, the judge is standing at the doors as an example of suffering and patience. Beloved, take the, problem, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Before we read the gospel, I invite us to stand and sing the, the gospel acclamation. The Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 11. Glory to you, O Lord. When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in, are in royal places. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is one who, about whom it is written. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The Gospel of our Lord. seated. Before we begin with the story of Nativity, the Christmas pageant, I just want to recognize 
Holly Ivan and uh, a number of teachers who have been busy and preparing. This will be a special treat for you. Be sure to position yourself so you can see what's happening. It will be taking place from the back of the sanctuary and moving up here to the stage, I guess we would call it, or the altar in which it will be taking place. They have practiced and done their part. It is a beautiful story to begin with, but the way it's being told by the children is wonderful, and I need to share with you that Barb Andreessen narrated this script and has done a wonderful job of lifting up all three Gospels and telling the story, including John. And so, uh, without further ado, uh, we will begin with the story of the Nativity, and so I will invite to come forward Sophia and Mac to take their places. Are we ready in the back? I'm just kind of looking. We got the thumbs up. And so here it is, the presentation of the Nativity of our Lord as shared with you by confirmation and our Sunday school class here at Wayne Zion Lutheran Church. And let's just give them a warm welcome. This morning, the children of Wayne Zion have a special presentation for our congregation. It is a gift from us to you. We will tell you about the birth of baby Jesus. We know that we don't look like Mary and Joseph or the shepherds and wise men, but we also know that they were just ordinary people like us. Today, we want to remind you of what happened long ago on that first Christmas. In those days, the government decided that they should count everyone that lived in the area of the world. So Joseph had to take Mary to his town, Bethlehem, to register. It took Mary and Joseph a long time to get to Bethlehem. They didn't have cars back then, so it probably took them a lot longer to get there. This was very tiring for Mary because she was soon going to have a baby. In enters Joseph and Mary. When they reached the town, all the hotels were full, and there was nowhere that they could stay. Finally, an innkeeper felt bad for them and offered them a place to stay. The Bible doesn't say for sure where they stayed, but most people think that they stayed in a small barn where animals were kept. And so our animals arrive on the scene. In any case, doesn't it seem strange that Jesus, the King of the Jews, wasn't born in a fancy palace or even a hospital? Mary and Joseph Joseph were thankful that they at least had a place to lie down. It was warm, and there was plenty of straw to lay on. That night, an exciting, wonderful thing happened. Mary and Joseph had a baby. <laughs> but it wasn't just any baby. It was baby Jesus, the creator of the whole world, the king of the kings, the one who would save the world. Baby Jesus came to us in love, a gift from our heavenly father above. The little baby boy fell asleep in Mary's arms, and she wrapped him in clothes and laid him in the manger of clean straw. Mary and Joseph soon fell asleep. They were so glad to have a special baby join their family. Some shepherds who lived near Bethlehem were out at night in their fields watching over their sheep. They were worried a bigger animal might come and hurt the sheep, so they sat on a hill, visiting and watching their sheep together. And suddenly, shepherds and sheep moved into place. Suddenly, there was a bright light. 
Now this wasn't just any bright light. The light was so bright that they had to close their eyes for a minute because the light hurt their eyes. When they opened their eyes to see what was going on, a heavenly angel was standing in the air just above them with arms wide open. All at once, the shepherds were very afraid, but they didn't run because they were too stunned. Then the angel spoke to them. Great news to all people, a baby is born in Bethlehem town of this very morning. Suddenly, just as quickly as the first angel came, there was a large group of angels, and they all said together, Glory to God and peace to you. The shepherds were amazed and excited. Did everyone know this news or just them? They had to go see this babies the angels were talking about. They went as fast as they could and soon found Mary, Joseph, and baby Jesus. The shepherds fell to their knees when they saw Jesus. They were filled with joy that they had found the Lord. In far-off lands, wise men who studied the heavens had been searching for years for a, spe for a special star. They believed that God was going to send a leader to change the world. They knew that the special star would mean that the king of the Jews, the one who would save the world, had been born. When at last the star appeared, the wise men left to find the baby. They didn't know exactly where the baby was, but at, but at night they followed the star in the east. They followed the star until they came to the manger, where it shined over the very manger where Jesus was. Since it took the wise men a while to get to baby Jesus, they probably didn't arrive the day Jesus was born, but sometime later. He traveled for miles to come from afar. He studied the heavens and followed the star. Please let us enter and worship the king and let us present the gifts that we bring. They found Jesus laying in Mary's arms, and they bowed, knelt down, and worshipped him. They presented their gifts to Jesus. These gifts were gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They were, they were very expensive gifts, gifts that you would give to a king, not to a baby. All the things in this most special story took place to fulfill what the Lord had said to the prophet. The virgin will be with the child and will give birth to his son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means... God with us. And that is the story of the first Christmas. This is the Christmas gift that God gives you and me and to everyone on earth. We will now share the Christmas story and song.
Let's give them another round of applause. My goodness. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful work. Well, this, uh, this Christmas Eve is a busy time, isn't it, in our lives. We're wrapping presents and we're putting them under the tree. Some of us might be traveling to go see Grandma and Grandpa. It might be in the same county. 
but you're moving around and uh, you might be going to church and you're returning home and opening more gifts. It's a special time of year, is it not? You like Christmas? Yeah, there's so much happening. It's the best. And why is it such a special time? Yes? Um, well, I have two reasons. Okay, Landon. One, it's because it's Jesus' birthday. All right. And for me, I just love seeing what I get. All right, I love seeing what you get. Nora, what do you got? Spending time with your families. Well, you just got done. That's wonderful, and that's sweet. You just got done telling the most wonderful story and singing about that first Christmas Eve in Bethlehem. So let me ask you this question. If Mary and Joseph and Mary was with baby and they showed up on your front door, they came to your house, would you invite them in? Yes. Yes. Do you have beds to share? Um, no. No. If not, would have you put them in the garage like the innkeeper put them in the stable? No. Yes. Yes? No? Where would you put them? In the living room? I make them sleep with my mom. Make them sleep with your mom. Wow, this is interesting. Well, maybe you had other visitors to stay with you, you know, and so you've had a full house. What then? There were many, many visitors in Bethlehem when Jesus was born. Would you have given up your bedroom for Jesus? Yes. You would have. Uh, I, share, I, sh I have to share a bedroom and not. Okay. You know, giving up your bed or your bedroom would be a very th good thing to do. But if you thought about this, Jesus is already in your room. Jesus is already in your room. Jesus lived in Bethlehem of Judea. That's part of the story that you shared with us this morning in the Christmas pageant. And that's true. But I have another truth for you. Jesus lives in all of us who believe in him. And when you go to your bed in your room, you might pray. And does Jesus hear you when you pray? Yes. Yes, he does. Absolutely. Jesus is with us. He is with us always because Jesus loves you. And so I'm going to have Cole drop down the, uh, the screen behind you and put up a picture. And as he's doing that, that's why the Christmas pageant, the retelling of the Christmas story, is such a happy story for us. This story shows us that God wants to be with us. And God is even willing to live in a stable or a garage for us. The most important part of Christmas is the story is this. And I'm going to have uh, Sophia help me. This is a Christmas card that I received from my seven-year-old Jessica, who just recently had a baby. And you can't see it because Pastor didn't do a very good job there. But if you look at Sophia, you can see it. It says what? Merry, Merry Christmas. So on the one side, it says Merry Christmas. And then on the other side, if you flip the slide and flip, what do you see? This was, she made it on December 15, 1997, and it says, Jesus died, but he saved us, and yes, Landon. It's a cross. It's a cross. It's a cross, and so Christmas and Easter come together. Jesus came to be our Savior so that he, that he can be with us always. Now he can be with us always.
I just love this Christmas card. I don't know if my daughter knows that I kept this. But it really ties together why this story is so special that God came in the form of a baby through Mary and Joseph, was laid in a manger, and all these people, shepherds and angels and, uh, and the wise men, and Landon, you have someone else to share? If it wasn't for Jesus, we would have a sin right now. If it wasn't for Jesus, we would be living in sin right now. And Jesus saves us from that sin and brings us to the gift of eternal life. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for these little ones and the Christmas story that they shared with us so long ago is real to us today. That Jesus came into this world and lives in us. Wherever we are, we are with Jesus who loves us and calls us by name and who is willing to die for us so that we may be saved from our sins as Landon shared. We pray this in your precious name, O Lord. Amen. Well, why don't you sit tight if you're doing okay. If you're getting a little nervous or you want to go sit with mom and dad, you're invited to go, but you're also... Oh, you know what? I've got something else for you to do. Let's do this. Reg I need Reagan and Alexi. If you'll get the noisy coin offering going, and our angels and wise men and Joseph and Mary and all... If you want to go out, we're going to do the noisy coin offering. And this month it's going to Neighbor Helping Neighbor. And uh, we just recently helped a family that couldn't make the rent. And so um, this is a good thing. So our noisy coin. If you want to come up and grab a plastic cup, go out. People can see your costumes and see your beautiful faces. Let us take this time to share in an offering. Blessed are you, O God, maker of all things through your goodness. You have blessed us with these gifts, ourselves, our time, our possessions. Use us in what we have gathered in feeding the world with your love through the one who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. You may be seated, and we continue with the Apostles' Creed, as you'll find this on page 105. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. As we prepare for the fullness of Christ's presence, let us pray for the world that yearns for new hope. Gracious God, we rejoice in the gifts of your Spirit. Equip the global church to magnify your love and peace in every land. We pray for the work of the Lutheran World Federation and the ELCA Global Mission. God, in your mercy. Abundant God, we rejoice in your creation. Revive lands that have squandered and been depleted. Make gardens flourish in cities and neighborhoods. Cleanse polluted air and water to living things may breathe. Drink and, drink and praise you, God in mercy. Gracious God, we rejoice in your justice. End racism and oppression. Deliver all who are unjustly imprisoned and persecuted. 
Reconcile nations and peoples in conflict. Help us pray for our enemies. God, in your mercy. Healing God, we rejoice with your compassion, your comfort in any distress because of worry, illness, or loss. Lord, we especially pray for those on our prayer list. We lift before you Helen and Judy, Riker, son of Kayla and Griffin, Carol, Marilyn, Teresa, Henry, Lois, Kalinda. Lord, we give a word of thanks for Gwen Edwards and the healing of her body from all cancer. It is a miracle, Lord. And for Sandy and Charles, and we lift up the family of Lauren Fries, who died this last Monday. Lauren is the father of our Nancy Dershonik. Surround them with your love. And we lift before you the sons of this congregation who serve in harm's way in the military. We lift up Ben and David, Trevor and Justin. God, in your mercy. Faithful God, we rejoice with Mary, the mother of our Lord, and with all the saints, that your mercy endures all generations. Look with favor on those who have died and lead us joyfully singing your everlasting promises. God, in your mercy. God of our longing, you know our deepest needs. By your spirit, gather our prayers and join them with the prayers of all your children. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. I'm going to make you stand again. You feel like you're going up and you're going down and you're going up. And I apologize for that. But let us share in the prayer that our Lord taught us. And I'm going to invite our confirmation class to start us off. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Receive this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. I'm going to invite our, our Christmas pageant to lead us with a recessional. And uh, they will uh, be making their way along with our confirmation class. We'll be going out first. There's a special gift there waiting for you. Uh, you can have a little moment with uh, mom and dad, grandmas and grandpas, aunts and uncles. You can take pictures up front if you want to. Uh, we're going to end just a little bit early. It's a great opportunity to do that. And as we're making a recessional, they're going to get a special gift. I will meet the Sunday school and the confirmation back in the classroom at 10.15. And I promise I will end Sunday school at 10.45. It's been a long day. And so if I can have a half hour, we're going to teach these little ones the, Lord, the Ten Commandments. And we can do it. All right. So we'll see you at 10.15, all the Sunday school confirmation. And with that, let us sing and recess.
Happy Advent. The kids have told you the story. Now share the story. Thanks be to God. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress. All rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734. All rights reserved.